You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right. Welcome to JRE for Genevieve. My name is Luke Nolan. Uh, I'm the host. This show is really just a show about a father. Um, I think he realizes he doesn't know much about much. Trying to uh, share some thoughts with his daughter who is only five years old, so also doesn't know much about much, and just trying to help her navigate through the world. Um, still very new and getting the hang of it. Um, today, I have a very special guest, Mr. William Bill Sloan, a longtime friend, and um, uh, he's got to say a lot of things, uh, definitely an expert in the real estate area. Uh, we've worked together, went to high school together. But I think something we found is, well, we don't have the same viewpoints on everything. I think we um, I think kind of along the same lines. I mean, through the same kind of logical. I can understand where you're coming from when we do disagree. And I think we agree on a lot of things. That's just one of your personality traits, I think. Uh, you're more accepting of others' views. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. But either way, welcome, Bill. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um so we talked a little bit about what we might discuss today. Uh, I kind of rambled last week, and I think maybe having a conversation with something might be um, a little or a lot more organic, but kind of just um, in the uh, broad strokes type of thing, kind of think of what would be valuable for uh, relaying to a child or a kid. And I think before we have kids, we all kind of think of um, you know, we, what we want that experience to be like, um, you know, the, the kind of things that we want the, the child to learn about and what they might benefit from. Um, you know, a, a lot of characteristics or traits, you know, they're going to be born with. Um, a lot, maybe even more so, are going to be a result of their environment or the way they're parented. Uh, I could definitely see that, you know, in my rearing, I don't know if the same for you. Probably. Well, and I think I think you can see the opposite too. You can definitely see, you know, what affected you, and then uh, what you saw that you didn't like, so you worked away from. But in both regards, you you're learning from it and you're affected by it. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, there are a few traits that I see in my parents that mm-hmm. I'm glad that I have, and then there are probably some that I'm not thrilled that. I ended up with. <laughs> yeah. But but either way, and I think a big part is just being reflective about it and um, understanding that and you can learn from it whether it's a pro or a con, right? Right. Yeah. So one of the traits um, that I thought might be important uh, for a child to have or a person to have in general is, is um, the ability to be introspective. Ooh, and so That's a good one to start out with. <laughs> So I asked you the a couple, and that's that's really good. Um, and I thought we might just discuss each one and maybe think about kind of pros and cons associated with each trait. Um, interesting. I mean, I, I apologize if I cut you out. Did you have no? Not at all. No. I mean, the introspective thing. Uh, it feels like that's more of a taught thing, but no, I mean, people are probably more or less introspective. There's probably a spectrum, right, off the bat. I'm sure it can be nurtured, 
But yeah, and would self awareness go along with that as well? I think so. Yeah, I think those two, if they're not closely related, they yeah, they're in the same ballpark for sure. Yeah, I mean, I know we've had discussions before, and I think um, both of us attempt to be, you know, not just not just react to what's going on, but kind of uh, be introspective or self aware. And I see a lot of people who just uh, – I don't know if it's – it's kind of like a pet peeve of mine too. And so maybe that's why we want my child to be introspective. But yeah. a pet peeve of mine is when people don't really understand like how their actions affect others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and it, it's – I don't know. And so, yeah, just moved, my girlfriend just moved in like two weeks ago, right? Uh, congratulations. Well, you helped us move, so you know this. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, so – just like that whole process of living with her now and like I don't think that she's really self-aware and so I don't think that she knows like how her messiness or her cats affect (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) But see, that's very interesting because I think you were probably the person that made me realize because I think a few years ago uh, we'd had these discussions and I, I was pretty certain, you know, everybody thinks this way. You may not realize it, but people, you know, are, are thinking the deeper thoughts and they're really considering, um, you know, how their actions are affecting, how the way they think is affecting what's going on around them. Um, but maybe it is a trait and there is a spectrum where some people are way more towards one end and people are way more towards the other. Uh yeah, so what's on and the other end of uh, self-awareness and introspection? Just just reacting, just acting, just... Is it selfishness? Uh, hmm. Is it selfish? I, I, I don't know. I have to think about it. Maybe you can label it that way, but I don't think it's intentional selfishness, maybe? If you're if not thinking about how your actions affect others, you're only thinking about how your actions affect you. But maybe they're not even, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you could label that way. I don't know. I need more time with it. <laughs> 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 to, to really uh, figure out how I I feel about that. But that that's a great one. And really, um, as far as a trait for a kid, uh, as far as nurturing that, introspection or self-awareness it seemed like a lot of it would just be guided thinking like when situations arise just having conversations with them about it so seems to make sense yeah so that they're having those when you're not around they're having those conversations with themselves Um, yeah Hmm. and that's another thing too I mean the people who aren't self-aware uh Maybe it is a more of a taught trait and they weren't taught it to some degree. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Huh. See, this really all boils down to communication, right? Uh, largely, yes. Well, I mean, parenting in general, yeah. rearing a kid, anything in society. We talked a lot about that last week. I mean, regards to what you're doing, people are involved and how you communicate is paramount. Yeah. Yeah. So huh. why 
I don't know. That's another pet peeve of mine too. Is how come people are too afraid to communicate some things? Why? why? Oh, I've I've been there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. Like, like, why don't people tell the truth, the absolute truth, all all the time? Just but something as simple as like tonight. So yeah. we have chicken, uh-huh. sweet potatoes, yeah, Caesar salad. Sounds delicious. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so she and I, we both got down to like we only ate half of our potatoes. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, we probably could have just split a potato. Yeah. She said, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Well, why didn't you say anything? She's like, well, I don't know. I thought that you wanted to eat your whole potato. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you wouldn't. (laughs) I mean, it's something so silly, but it's like, yeah. What's what's preventing that person from saying something, even so trivial? Yeah, probably a lot. I mean, there's definitely assumptions there, and there's like from my end, I could see not asking someone that because I don't want them to feel like. I don't want them to feel bad about eating a whole potato. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's what it boy. I think that's right? what it comes down to. Something, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I know you're good about good about this way better than I am. Um, but when it comes to any kind of relationship, like kind of just making that right first impression, setting those ground rules of what you expect and one out of the communication side because a lot of people ch- just kind of, you know, do whatever comes natural, try to appease, you know, the other side, and then that gets into some bad habits. Yeah, so that forward. leads into the second trait that I would want mm-hmm. a child to have, perseverance. Yeah. That's another really good one. Before we get to that one, can I t- go back to introspection real quick? Yeah. So with each one, I just wanted to really quickly hit like the pros and cons of it. I think the the pros of introspection are pretty obvious. I mean, um, being able to look at yourself, see what's working and what's not working, ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing. Obviously, definitely seems like a good path for self improvement or kind of reaching goals, getting yeah. to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any cons you can think of in regards to introspection or self-awareness? No, not really. <laughs> can, can, can you go too far down that path? I mean, I don't know. Maybe at some point they may be, I don't know, is somebody who's introverted more introspective? I, I don't know. Could be. But even that I don't see as a con. Yeah. It's just a different way. Can can you get to the point where you're like uh, I, I'm? I, I probably got into this point probably multiple times to where you're nitpicking or or trying to figure being too introspective. Look, look at yourself, and it's preventing you from moving forward because you're trying to um, figure out why you did or 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 why you are the way you are instead of. No, I just take necessary steps to move forward. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I think as long as you don't let the was it analysis, but paralysis by analysis, yeah, creep well, in. Right. I I think that might be a factor, but as long as you're aware of it and kind of um, preventing yourself from getting there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think if you're just, yeah, if you just take a look. I mean, it doesn't have to be super deep or anything. You just right. take a look and see how you're. 
see how your actions are affecting others around you. It seems like a considerate thing to do. Yes. Well, and that's the other thing, the only possible kind I could kind of think of is if if you're considering these things that other people aren't, that's really going to be a pet peeve, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it bothers the crap out of you. <laughs> so, so if you're not self-aware, other people who aren't self-aware aren't, aren't maybe... Uh, then you also know that that bothers the crap out of you, and then you yeah. just take a deep breath and just move on. Yeah, yeah. So and I, th- I think that's a huge point for anything with any... Knowing that with any good trait, there's cons, but being able to realize the con and guard against that to some degree. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we talked about this a little bit last week, just how big a part of your life people are. I think a lot of times traits come down to not only what's best for you, but just everybody around you. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> we didn't all necessarily sign up to be in a society, but we are. Like none like, of us. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's I, that's I talked how, about we, that last week. Yeah, yeah, I know. When we've talked about that before, because yeah. you've talked about just packing up and living in the woods. Yeah, but no, you're you're probably not going to do that. And right, I'm sure a lot of other people get fed up with dealing with others at some point. Dang but you know, that's that's the where yeah. we live. You right. have to deal with others on a regular basis, and so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so I, mean, I think we're making a decision, taking other people into consideration. Because you're in a society is generally the way to go. I think hands down self-awareness in a society has way more pros and cons, right? I think that's an excellent way to start off with. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, you touched on the next one was perseverance. Yeah. So I would definitely say that. Huge. Yeah. So I think I have a, a... a fair amount of perseverance. Um, and I think sure. that I definitely got that from my dad. Huge. Uh, so yeah, somebody that didn't graduate high school, but I've seen him become mildly successful. And I think a lot of that is just because he perseveres. And it's like, as soon as he gets knocked down, he's just, he, the dude is a fighter, man, literally. And, <laughs> and, when, and, and when you say mildly, it's, yeah, that that that's more than ninety five percent of the people out there. I mean, that's that's huge. And, and forgive me if I interrupt you too much, but I mean, if anything, I th- I think you're kind of encapsulating what I want to try to do with this podcast is uh, self awareness, perseverance. They're they're not really touching that at all in in school. Maybe I mean actually spending time and and ingraining the importance of it mm-hmm. and giving them opportunities to exercise that. Obviously, it'd be nice for that to be done at home. <clears throat> Obviously, that's not always the case. Yeah, because a lot of parents haven't been trained to do that. I mean, I haven't been trained to teach that to a kid. No, it's it's yeah. I mean, you're. Best case scenario, you got a parent who exemplifies that trait, but there's more than just the example. It's really nice to get the logic behind it and why it's important and uh, how how they nurture that, even if it was just from, you know, life experiences. Maybe it wasn't purposeful, but they got there. I don't know. That's that's huge. Uh, 
No, go ahead. <laughs> well, just in the same vein uh, with – so obviously perseverance, ton of obvious pros. Any cons that you can think with that trait? Um, I mean, if you just keep pressing too much, probably will rub people the wrong way maybe. Yeah. In situations. So like um, Steve Jobs or any of those guys yeah. you hear about <laughs> who are have so much perseverance. They're almost fanatics though. Yes. I, I don't know. Or, Which itself has pros and cons associated yeah. with it. Uh, yeah. So I mean, if you pers- I think in right situations a, a, a good dose of perseverance. So I mean if you if you creating a goal and setting out for something that you really truly want and getting up after you get knocked down i, I don't i mean i don't see any harm in that really I, unless i mean unless it's something that's not healthy but <laughs> right <laughs> if you're addicted to something yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. not going to quit this <laughs> i'm going to get up and try again <laughs> yeah but i mean if it's a, if it's a healthy like goal and it's like uh, yeah if it'll benefit you, or your family, or your society, or neighborhood, or whatever. I mean it. Yeah. I don't know. I keep going. Yeah. And and don't let failure, you know, stop you from doing something. I mean, shoot. There's, I don't know. Just like in real estate. I mean, several times deals fall through because you don't get financing, or a partner backs out, or buyer, you know, the seller backs out for some reason, you know, there's a inspection issue, whatever. Right. I mean, you can't let those get you down and prevent you from keep on keeping on, you know? Yeah. Like, just had a tenant, you know, move out a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> property manager sends me an email and says that they have, uh, well, all the kitchen cabinets need to be replaced. Kitchen counters need to be replaced. All the flooring needs Jeez. to be painted, new gutters, all new doors, and they stole the appliances on top of it. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> it's like, you, what do you do? Yeah. Um, I mean, you laugh about it. Well, and keep like, the security deposit. Yeah, but you, yeah. That is, that's not going to cover everything. No, yeah, not even close gracious. to covering everything. So you have to keep on, I mean, you, you have to have that long term vision. Yeah, that's um, that's very interesting. Yeah. Huh. I mean, really, not getting up right away, it just prolongs, you know, your goals. I mean, definitely, yeah. Some people get knocked down, they stay down for a year. Some stay down forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And maybe they do reach their goals, but they're getting there a lot later than they they could or would if if they. This is. I mean, this is solely my opinion, obviously, but I feel like a lot of people tend not to be happy with their station in life at that point in their life, whatever it may be. Right. I, I think we're generally optimistic people, just in general, and then we feel like we will be farther along in careers or business or savings right. or whatever than we actually are at any point in our life. Yeah. Which is disheartening. <laughs> but but yeah. it's like that will get you down. But what's the alternative? <laughs> exactly. That will get you down, you know, if you think about that. Yeah. But, um, and then, yeah, just to persevere, I mean, to keep getting after it in the face of that. I don't know. I think that's a good quality to have. 
Yeah, and then when you do have those successes, I mean, that's that's rewarding, especially if you've gone through that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah Wood Goggins writing his book. There's something about putting them in the jar. All those little wins. Ah, uh, was it a cookie jar or something like that? And yeah, you go get the cookies whenever you want in. Exactly. That's David Goggins. <laughs> what was the book? <laughs> can't can't hurt me or something. Can't hurt me. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yep. But actually, that's an excellent excellent segue, and I think we had this conversation. So David Goggins was this uh, Navy SEAL. Navy SEAL, yeah. Ultra marathon Ultra, runner. Yep. Pull up. Guinness, uh, Guinness, Guinness World record. record champion, yep. da, da, da. And, and he talked about, you know, pushing the mind and body to its limits and nobody knows, uh, you know, how far it can go. But I think we even had a conversation. I know I did with some other people at the office. It, it feels – did it feel like that ever went – too far. I mean, he was, I think he was maniacal to the point where, you know, a lot of the other parts of his life may have suffered. I think maybe he knew that. And yeah, I mean, what tends to go right? It seems like most times relationships tend to go first. Relationships for sure. Yeah. And so yeah, he mentions that in the book too. I mean, yeah. I, he, I think he's been married a couple of times, right? Right. Um, yeah, he didn't have the best uh, relationships, but um, he was accomplishing those other goals that were wildly important to him. And right, um, there's always going to be a give and take, right? Not- yeah. Well, and with all of these traits, I think maybe you can take them all to an extreme that isn't healthy, and you don't want them to get to. Um, I mean, the, the whole balance in everything. I think a lot what I would like to prevent is um, not not having the trait at all or having the opposite of these traits, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You mentioned balance, but – We talked about this too. I think <laughs> sometimes balance is uh, an excuse maybe for not – Yeah, I don't, I don't really like it. Yeah. I don't <clears> – No, I think if you want to be totally successful at something, you have – to be off balance in, <laughs> in right. a sense, you know, like yeah, you have to forego um, friendships or going out to the bar or, you know, taking yeah. vacations or whatever it may be mm-hmm. to be completely balanced. Basically, you're going to be, to me, it's kind of like mediocre at everything. I don't know. If <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's legitimate <laughs> if you have – one goal, and you talked a lot about this, is aligning your values to your goals. Yes, I think that's a must. And that's huge. And and I think, you know, for a lot of people, they they may be at a point in their lives where they have one value or one goal that, you know, they're zeroed in on. And, um, and I think that's great. I mean, and then you can have other people that have three or four values that, you know, are equally important to them. And then maybe that's where balance comes into some degree, knowing that if you only had one, you might get further in that respect. For but sure. It, it's so, it, yeah, it's so individual. I mean, Warren then, Buffett's like the most likable guy ever, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, really smart individual. Right. But even... He, I mean, his wife got fed up with his 
sense of focus toward investing and moved out. You know, it's right. Like, she set him up with her friend or whatever. It's like, <laughs> oh, well, that was nice of her. <laughs> no, it's because she knew she. I mean, in his in his biography, uh, yeah, she knew that he wouldn't be able to take care of himself because he was so intently focused on investing. Yeah, that nothing else really mattered. Was that snowball? Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, and and, and that's a great example. And the other thing I think is when we look at these extreme examples that are, um, you know, that so many people know about, they're they're the extremes, right? Um, is it is it healthy to compare ourselves to that extreme? Maybe, maybe it pushes us to yeah, because, to get the most out of our potential, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Regardless, but but to your point, perseverance good and just keep an eye on is if it's going getting too extreme being aware of it which comes back to your first point of being kind of self-aware yeah right yep that i i I love both of those so so far we got a self-aware and um one one of mine was actually hard working which is a little different than persevering um, but yeah. So if you had a, it feels a little generic, almost hardworking. Yeah, yeah. Like in what regard? Well, I think I think yours is a better word for perseverance because uh, it feels more of like a personality trait, whereas hardworking sounds more of like something something you do. Yeah, like it. yeah. I, I like your word better. But <clears throat> when you wrote that down, what what yeah. did you mean by it? And like. So going back to, hey, we're in a society and we're with people and we're working with people all the time. Um, I think just the value of hard work can't be underestimated. I think it it can be real healthy for you to be able to maybe do, you know, 10% more than is your fair share and maybe not expect other people to do it. I mean, if everyone did a little extra, it's just kind yeah. of that mindset. If you work hard and you do a little extra, then things just run more smoothly. And if you're not worried about pe- other people not, you know, doing their fair share, which is hard, especially when you feel like you're doing more <laughs> than your fair share. So that, that, could, that could be a con oh, of that yeah, possibly. Man. And uh, The feeling like things are unfair. Or yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. The only thing worse than that is someone who's not pulling their weight and feeling that they're doing more than others. Oh, <laughs> I think that's what happens in relationships a lot of times. Uh, very much so. Abs- yeah. Absolutely. Oh, man. In relationship yeah. therapy, I had these, that conversation all the time. Which, which is really interesting because, because both you and the person you're in relationship with honestly feel that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean they're not like – they're not like, yeah, I'm slack, I'm skating through, I'm, you know, taking advantage of this person putting forth the effort. I mean, in some circumstances, you you know that maybe you're putting in a little bit less effort than somebody else. But, yeah, yeah. When, when you're both going head-to-head like that and there is a power struggle yeah. and both of you genuinely feel that you're yeah. putting in equal effort. Right. Oh, man, yeah, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that comes down to values too. I mean, you, you could have someone who, uh, you know – makes the bed every morning and yep. and, and feels like 
oh man, my 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 partner or my significant other is really gonna notice this and give me brownie points for it. When your partner may not care that the bed is ever made, that's not important to them, and feel that you're making the bed for yourself because that's what's important to you. Current situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Jessica doesn't make the bed. Well, <laughs> she doesn't care about a made bed. Right. I do. Right. And so, yeah, she was super nice about it, though, when she moved in. Mm-hmm. Super kind. And so she, she she was making the bed. Right. Although, because I'm a little particular, it probably wasn't up to my standards. <laughs> no, so, hospital corners. And so I was going behind her and remaking the bed every morning. <laughs> but it took less work than making it from scratch. And so I finally yesterday, I broke down. I said, you know, I go behind you every day and remake the bed, right? And she's like, you do what? And she didn't know. And I'm like, you don't. like. So she just doesn't, I don't, she wasn't paying attention to the detail. And she, it didn't, because it just didn't matter to her. Yeah, and it mattered to me more. So, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings." I said, "I just um, there's no point in us doing double work." <laughs> you know, I'm like, <laughs> "I don't want you to spend time on something if I'm going to go do it anyway." So, right. but in the same vein, the fact that she doesn't care about a made bed and and went through the effort of making the bed. Yeah, no, I thought that was sweet yeah. of her. Yeah, I think that comes down to a lot of it too. Is um, I think I felt like this more than ever is as I get older, like intent is so huge. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather someone do something for the right reasons and do not as good a job of it Mm -hmm. than begrudgingly (laughs) do do a fantastic job. (laughs) I I, I don't know. I mean, um, I think that's the way people talk to each other. Uh, you know, if you can clarify intent and it's it's innocent, uh, it's really hard for me to get upset at somebody. Yeah, I don't. Th- yeah, yeah. But people will pick your words apart because oh, of all the time, whatever that may be. And I, I don't know. I think that's uh, uh, you're just setting yourself up for disaster, huh? Yep. Interesting. Well, I don't know how we got there. But I think this is going excellent. So we got this kid. So they're persevering. They're self-aware. Any others on the top of your head? Uh, Courage. Ooh, I like that. And that could go back to the failing thing and having enough courage to get back up. Yeah, I could definitely see how that could be. I hate how everybody's making an emphasis on celebrating failures now. I don't think that you should celebrate <laughs> failures, but having a healthy discussion about maybe why something failed and why it wasn't up to your standards or why it wasn't a success for you and trying to, you know, make changes in your strategy so that way you can, you know, maybe succeed next time. Yeah. But having the courage to to move past that and, and also to, like, um, just ignore People who are going to, you know, discredit yeah. what you're doing or talk bad about what you're doing, whatever. I wish I brought a pen. I'll get. I'll, I'll re-listen to this and get these down. But do, do you think they're celebrating failures because people are just so afraid to fail? They're trying to get them over that hump any way they can. 
No, I think they're doing it to like sell books. And... <laughs> We've read a lot of those books. <laughs> yeah, I've read a ton of them. I think they're just doing it to sell books. Ah, uh, huh? Yeah, I don't think you. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. I don't think you should pop pop the sparkling wine. To <laughs> yeah. when you fail. But well, it says everybody gets a trophy type of thing, right? Yeah, that's annoying too. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So to go along with that courage, and I don't have this written down, but yeah, I mean, like toughness, right? Oh man, that that is a very good quality because yeah, so so many people don't have that these days. I feel like I don't know if I'm just becoming like an old man, and it's just like I'm. <laughs> I think you're just realizing it. I mean, I, I got a five year old daughter. And, um, you know, I want her to be tough. Yeah. And you're, you're constantly talking about balance. You're tr- constantly trying to figure out, you know, you don't want to come down to the point where, uh, you know, she's stifled as far as, as discipline or, you know, giving her experiences where she can, you know, display toughness. You know, you don't want to stifle her or um, get her to a point where she becomes, you know, more hesitant. But then, you know, you want to do it enough where, yeah, I mean, and, and I've seen a lot of little kids. And I think a lot of that is inherent. Obviously, a lot of it can definitely be nurtured one way it's or another. It's got to be environmental, right? I think a lot. Yeah. But I, I, I've seen some two-year-olds who will jump off the couch and bang their head and do it again. Just because, you know, for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what the reason is? Yeah. I think, uh-huh. yeah, the mental and physical toughness, though. Yeah. Is it's disappearing it's from society. Huge. <laughs> and you think if, if you're mentally tough, but but physically, too, and, and I don't think it's hard to separate them completely, then I think you're inherently going to be more courageous and you're going to have, uh, you know, more perseverance. I mean, it's, it's all kind of related, right? Yeah. To I don't know why it made me think of this, but uh, just being uncomfortable. Yeah. I, I know I've heard this on podcasts before, but being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. And, uh, man, people just run from that anymore. Like as soon as they get uncomfortable, they just – uh yeah. Put on the brakes, back it up. I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah. Which is crazy because it seems like people are working their whole lives to get to a place of comfort. To get there, you have to put yourself through uncomfortable situations. Comfort is the bowl of popcorn and the five hours of TV that people watch every night. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Exactly. It's, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's why people get home and – and I, I'm sure I've been guilty. I've definitely been guilty of this before. Yeah. That's why, you know what? I, I can work hard all day. I can eat pretty good at day or, or pre- eat pretty well during the day. But when I get home, mm-hmm. you know, 8 o'clock, have a snack, and then it's really easy to justify at 9 o'clock staying comfortable. And because, yeah, it would be better to go to sleep. But, you know, as soon as you wake up, you're starting the the uncomfortable part. Which really isn't even that uncomfortable. <laughs> no, you know? it's not. I mean, and, and that's the other thing. Uh, people's perspective of uh, being uncomfortable is so skewed. 
Yeah, and we talked about first world problems all the time. This is they're and all first world problems. Man. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So teaching to be uncomfortable, and not I won't even say being comfortable being uncomfortable, but uh, being being present when you're uncomfortable. Yeah. Because if you're comfortable when you're uncomfortable, then you're not uncomfortable anymore, right? Right, right. <laughs> but I don't know. Like signing up for that CrossFit gym. Yeah. Like, that for a while. I was very uncomfortable with going there just because, you know, I thought it was all clicky and just kind of weird. And Right. But um, the gym that I ended up signing up with is like everybody is super accepting very friendly, and I've been sticking with it for two years now, and it's like, yeah, that's it's changed. It's really it's changed my life because, well, I'm in the best shape of my life. Yeah, period. Just huge. Yeah, which how many people? But I've been uncomfortable in so many situations there. Yeah, one just walking in the door because I was afraid and didn't really know what to expect, and because yeah. I was in pretty poor shape. I mean. You were better in shape than most. <laughs> I was, <laughs> but 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 compared to where you are now, yeah. yeah. And then uh, just all the different types of like Olympic movements and mm-hmm. different things. Like I remember doing one. Yeah, we were doing um, snatches, I think, and then I like totally bailed, threw the barbell in front of me. I fell on my ass, and like <laughs> it's just so uncomfortable. And I was so yeah. oh man, I was so embarrassed. But yeah, then you just stick with it. But you've probably seen other people go through that exact same thing. No, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) It it happens before, though. I let go of a kettlebell and, uh, yeah, a 53-pound kettlebell went flying. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) oh, shit. No one got hurt. (laughs) Yeah, no one did get hurt. But But, but that's a really good example. Uh, I mean, even even if it was clicky and uncomfortable uh, personality-wise – I mean, um, you still, I don't, you gotta, you gotta have enough, it goes back to the courage. So having enough courage to make an absolute fool of yourself and still show up. Yeah. Um, yes. Do you, do you feel that's gotten easier as you get older? Definitely. Me too. (laughs) It's that sense of, I really don't care anymore. And then you start really, um, contemplating life a little bit. More, I, th- I think, just because you're – well, you have fewer years. Yeah. Well, fewer expected years, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there's less time to really care about trivial stuff. Yeah, and, and what other people think. It's uh, – it is kind of freeing to a large degree. Yeah, yeah. It puts the old people's opinions uh, in a new light. Yeah. I see. It's like <laughs> I always think of like the old people that are just like, I don't know, loud and, and a little obnoxious and just voice their opinions on everything. And oh, I could totally see that. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I mean, if you're already 80 or 90 years old, yeah. shoot, who cares? But, <laughs> sure. but but again, how do you instill that in, in your personal experience? I'm trying to think on mine. How did I get to that point? Was it be, was it from failing a bunch of times and realizing? Not you know what I think it is too is is um, small successes start adding up, and so I think maybe it leads to increased confidence. Uh, and then maybe you start 
maybe hmm. you view your opinion in a higher light, you know? Yeah. Or maybe like you have more to offer because of past successes in different areas or whatever. Yeah. Do you think any of it is um, feeling like anybody out there, you give their opinion way too much weight? <laughs> Yeah, probably. I mean, it goes to parents, right? I think. <laughs> as far as. Giving your parents opinions. Oh, yeah. It's like to. Yeah. Be, yeah. Yeah. Huh. That's It's like, what is it? The the people closest to you uh, can hurt you the most or whatever, you know? So it's like. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. You, you care. You definitely care more about the, the opinions of those closest to you. Right. Huh. All right. I think we're creating a pretty good kid. I like where we're going. We got, we got For the it. record, I don't have any kids, and Luke didn't mention that. <laughs> no, but I, I was mentioning uh, to the producer before that I think that's that's super valuable because at, at some point none of us had kids, and we all had an idea of uh, what that would be, and obviously that always changes. But I think once you have a kid, a lot of times you're – your your time gets sucked up in the day to day, and you're not evaluating this like maybe you should like from a theoretical standpoint or what's really important. You're too busy with a hundred things as far as getting them up and getting them to where they're going and getting them to bed and all that. So I think that's a very valuable perspective. I mean, and the thing is, is if it's logical. It's uh, you have your own experience. You were a kid, right? And uh, I don't know. I think it, it, it's hard to argue against that. You know, there is one <laughs> thing about parenting that I don't necessarily agree with, and you already know this. Man, it's the whole traveling with with kids. <laughs> I don't. I, yes, let's talk about this <laughs> because because this is one thing that makes me laugh because you don't have kids. <laughs> See, I know that's why I brought it up. And everybody who has kids, they yeah. crack up every time I mention this because they're like, no, you'll understand when you have kids. And so apparently I just don't understand this yeah. part of child rearing or having kids. But being able to go places and take yeah. your kids with you. So for a little context, uh, Bill is a global world traveler. You've been to how many countries? You have the number? Uh, 66. 66 countries. And so um, – Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, but so okay, so <laughs> traveling to different countries and being in a lot of different airports at different times of the year, I have seen young parents, or really any parents, but with all ages of children, yeah, traveling. You know, I've seen younger parents that are definitely in their 20s carrying around probably a few month old baby, yeah, in airports in Europe and wherever. And it's like. Yeah. You know, if they're doing it, anybody else can do it. It's just why? Like why aren't why are you, why are you not willing to do that? <laughs> well, I think we both agree. Travel I mean, traveling can be a huge transformative experience for kids. But I mean, do you think it uh, to at least some degree it's a cultural thing where that's like in your like traveling to twenty countries in Europe is that like traveling to twenty different states in the United States just yeah I logistic mean, wise I don't know probably yeah 
I mean, from my personal experience. Although I think you would get more benefit traveling to 20 different countries in Europe because oh, of the different cultures. Sure. And different languages. There's a lot and, of cultures in the United States. <laughs> but, but I agree. Uh, different languages. We can only do a few. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the, the history and everything. I mean, it's just it, – it, it's huge over there. Uh, but, I mean, just from my personal experience, traveling with Genevieve, she was not a great traveler when she was younger. And I think, but I think that's something that's learned, isn't it? Uh, and is that something that's going to come with experience? I, I can't imagine any I, infant being a great traveler right off the bat. I, I think you have some, just like you have great sleepers. I mean, not great sleepers, but good sleepers. But she she wasn't crazy good at the beginning either, and, and she's great now. So it's definitely something that happens. Um, could we have? Yeah. Did we try everything we could have? Were there things we didn't know of that we didn't try? I'm sure. There had to have been. Um, and is it the mindset of the parents? For sure. Like like even if we could travel with her, is it we you don't want to because of the extra logistics involved? Well, it's all want part of it. and not want because you can travel with her. You're just choosing not to travel with her. Physically, Yes. Mentally, you can travel with her too. <laughs> Mentally, you're, cho- yes. you're just choosing not to because you don't want to put up with change, or well, really, it just boils down to change, doesn't it? A change in your guys' routine. Yeah. And so I think it's yeah. the I think it's on the parents really yeah. more than anything. Is the parents just don't they're choosing not to travel with the kids because they don't want to change up their schedule, their routine. And they don't want to be bothered. They don't want to be uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, and and you may not feel this. I feel it depends on the kid to some degree. But just like if you're traveling with, like, with a companion, I mean, there's people that are a lot of fun to travel with and other people, adults, that you'd probably rather not travel with, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I think in some cases, maybe the young child – is like a traveling companion who's not fun to travel with. Yeah, but how, how do you how do you find that out though? Is you take you trips try with those it. other people? Yeah, and usually a lot of people probably don't persevere through the first trip if it didn't go well. Yeah, exactly. And from my experiences, there are people who I mean, everybody has their own preferences, right? So people yeah. travel to different areas, sure, um, and may not be good travelers to other parts of the world, and so. Maybe you pick and choose. Maybe you travel to some parts with certain people and then you travel to other parts. I mean, you can't do that with your kid, but you can at least figure out where they're more likely to succeed as a traveler and be happy. And yeah, I, I, I agree. It doesn't I think have it's, to be Disney World every single time. Right. But I think it's important <laughs> to not give up on that. And yeah. because it didn't work out great when they were two, not to do it when they're four and whatnot. No, yeah, they're constantly changing. So why would you yeah. assume that because they did something long two years ago, they're going to do it now? And especially if you travel as much as you do, it, it becomes the norm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but man, yeah. there's just there's so many benefits I, I feel like from traveling. So I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't care what what my child would be like if I ever have kids. But they're going to be a they're traveling. going on the road. <laughs> Well, I think that is an excellent place to probably uh, stop for now. Our time's almost up. 
we didn't get through everything, which is, I think, an excellent segue to part two in the future with Mr. Bill, if he's uh, willing to do that coming up in the next month or so. Bill? Perfect, because now I had those <laughs> traits anyways. <laughs> I'll go over mine. But I do want to listen back to this um, and, and write those down, because I, I think that's I think that's awesome. Like, literally, and I just talked to my dad. We were over at his for dinner tonight. Because uh, I think I'm gonna have him come on and just talk a little bit about uh, parenting. He's got a lot. Of yeah, experience. he's got a little bit of experience. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted ten kids, by the way, so he's been through the ringer multiple times. Um, but th- this is what I would love for Genevieve to have access to. I was telling him, uh, my mom's not around anymore, but I would. I think it would be cool to have just a archive of my mom's thoughts or my dad's thoughts even though he's still around just because you don't have all those opportunities to sit down and hear from him i mean yeah so much time to listen to podcasts on the road or whatnot and um you know just talking to him today i learned something new about him when he was 10 years old and that there there's a million of those things that once they're gone you're never gonna learn no and it's um i don't know it's uh, I, I'm liking the 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 format because I think it's easily digestible. I mean, you can write your memoirs, but who's picking that up and reading it? And I have years worth of daily journals. Exactly. And yeah, nobody's gonna read those. I thought yeah. about just throwing them in the fire not too long ago. But that's it. <laughs> but 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 what if you came in here by yourself and ran through just the highlights, just to you know spark your memory if you were ever to go back and listen to them or whatever it may be. I mean, there's a lot of things to do. Don't burn them, though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I want everybody to read my thoughts anyway. Ah, well, you can pick and choose. <laughs> Anyways, thank you very much for being here, and um, we'll have to definitely do this again. And uh, that's all we have for today. Look forward to the next one, which will either be a continuation of this or something else. <laughs>